Hello, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell. Please enjoy this week's episode, Never Enough. I don't know about you, but I feel like the events of my life are more often than not held together by an overwhelming feeling of limited resources. What do I mean by that? Well, I feel like often I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I haven't had enough sleep. I don't have enough ingredients to make the dinner I need. I don't have enough friends. I don't have enough help with a certain situation. I don't have the right technology. I don't have whatever it is that I need to accomplish whatever it is that I need to do in my life, whether that be my regular, mundane, everyday, everyday requirements, the everyday things that are required of me as a mom, as a wife, as a human being, (laughs) or big tasks, events that I'm asked to host or plan, um, my, my schoolwork, I don't have enough of the knowledge. I don't possess enough of the knowledge that I need or um, just anything, anything that I am asked to do in life. I feel like all of those endeavors, the big, the small, the good, the bad, they're all held together with a feeling of lacking resources. I think that's kind of human nature and I just kind of put it together that way in my head over the last several years as I've become a more mature, grown adult with more children and more responsibilities, that it really has come down to me just lacking in resources. And this was made very clear to me, oh gosh, probably in 2017. No, we'll go 2016. Let's go 2016 on that. So in my church congregation, I was called to be the primary president, which meant that I served all of the kids in our, in our ward, in our congregation. All of the kids from ages 18 months to three years old who were in our nursery, and then three years old to basically 12 years old who were in the primary So I was responsible for making sure that they got taught every Sunday, that they were in their classes, that they had singing time, that the nursery had treats, that the teachers all had all of the support that they needed. Anybody who has served in that position or has been involved in primary in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints knows that it is not a small task. It doesn't matter how experienced you are, and it doesn't matter how many kids are in your primary. The job is really big. And it just so happened that the ward that I was living in had hundreds of children in the primary. I'm not kidding. (laughs) We had so many kids, and at the time, church was three hours long, so my responsibilities were for the last two hours of church. 
every Sunday, plus anything that came up during the week for scouts and weekly activities and everything. It was, it was huge. And I had never served in that capacity ever. And And our congregation was definitely larger than average. So definitely the job took a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of um, effort, a lot of people working together because there was, there's literally no way to do that job on your own. So I had amazing people working alongside of me. Um, we were in a new neighborhood where it was growing quite rapidly and the church ended up deciding to build a new building in our neighborhood, a new meeting house. And our congregation was going to be like the first ward to be in that building. And I remember there was a lot of discussions about would we have enough room? And when I say room, I mean like classroom space to accommodate all of the kids and all of their classes because there was just so many, not to mention needing classrooms for the other people in the ward, the youth, the adults, you know, like we weren't the only ones who needed the space. And I honestly, there were just, I think, two primary presidents at the time. So two different wards and two primary presidents trying to figure this all out, trying to figure out where we were going to put everybody. And I remember so many conversations going back and forth, back and forth. How are we going to make this work? How are we going to make this work? We don't have the space. We don't have enough rooms. We don't have, name it, we just felt like we didn't have it. And I had a really, really profound experience in that time because I was talking to one of our leaders and the, the story of Jesus Christ feeding the 5,000, that story came to my mind in a very, very powerful way. I remember saying to one of my church leaders, I said, Jesus Christ was able to feed thousands, 5,000, with just a small amount of bread and two little fishes. If he can feed 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fishes, he can certainly magnify whatever it is that we're trying to do with our primary kids and make sure that we have the space 
for them to have their classes, for them to have their spiritual instruction and feel safe and feel secure. And it was kind of a new way of looking at this scripture story that I hadn't really comprehended before. But now it seems like every single time I find myself feeling like I have limited resources, like I don't have enough of something, going back to my story, that I don't have enough room to accommodate the primary kids. Or now I am currently in a season of my life where I am uh, busy with my children, of course, because the older they get, the busier they get. I'm in school. I'm doing my podcast. I'm working part-time, still trying to get in the workouts, still trying to be a present mom and a present wife um, while fulfilling my callings in church. And I'm looking at my life right now going, if there is anything that I'm lacking, it's the resource of time. And I just kept having this thought come to my mind, Megan, if Jesus Christ can feed 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two small fish, then what you give with the time you have, he can magnify it and he can make the most out of it. If you are honestly, honestly and sincerely and genuinely trying to follow the commandments and choose the right and do what he would want you to do in your life, then he will take that precious resource of time and whatever you're able to devote to it, to doing good, he will magnify it. And you will see things happen with your time that will surprise you, that will surprise the people around you. I was struck as I was reading that Bible story. So this is found in John chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. If you haven't read it, it's basically Jesus Christ is on the Sea of Galilee and he notices that his disciples have kind of followed him, maybe pilgrimage style. I don't know the exact setting, but he had his disciples and his followers listening to him talk and preach. And it was time to eat. I guess it was the Passover. I'm honestly not a Bible scholar. So when it says it was the time of the Passover, I'm, it, it was the feast. It was, it, it's a big deal. It, it was time, it was time to eat. Um, but Jesus said to them in verse five, when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? But then in verse 6, it gets really interesting because he says, And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. So he was kind of testing Philip. He was giving him a little bit of testing. Well, like, what are we going to do? How am I going to feed all these people? It's time to eat. They're hungry. What are we going to do about it? And I guess he was really testing Philip's faith Um, because Philip was even like, well, doesn't matter how much, like he says 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. Um, Even if they each only take a little bit, we can't buy enough. (laughs) And, but Jesus knew, he knew what he could do. Jesus Christ understood his, his own power. 
There's no, there's no denying it. And he knew that he would feed these people. There was no question in, in his mind. Um, but then going on, um, one of his disciples, this is verse eight, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, there's a lad over here. Well, he said, there is a lad here, which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said unto them, make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. It was daunting. You can't look over a crowd of 5,000 and not be absolutely overcome with the sheer number. Um, in verse 11, and Jesus took the loaves and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain that nothing be lost. And then as we continue to read, we see that not only were all of the men fed, all of the people who were there listening to the Savior were fed. They had extra, like a lot of extra. So Jesus took this absolutely minimal resource and he gave thanks for it. So he did the right thing with this minimal resource. And then he was able to magnify it so that it served the purpose that it needed to. Now, how does this apply in my life? So if I go back to the example of the church building, the resource, the limited resource was the building and the rooms within it and the multitude of children <laughs> that we needed to arrange into this building, not to mention the multitude of youth and adults who also needed space. But we all went into it with a really healthy dose of faith saying, Jesus Christ knows. He knows the plan. He knows what needs to happen and he's going to direct it and he's going to make, somehow he is going to miraculously make this building big enough to fit everybody. And do you know what? He absolutely did. He absolutely did. And I have seen it time and time again. Right now, I am currently, like I said, feeling a absolute minimal resource of time and sleep. <laughs> I've had a sick kid the last few days. I haven't slept very much. <laughs> but I know that if I, with the precious little amount of time that I do have, if I am directing that time in the right direction, making sure that I am doing my best to follow the commandments, doing my best to stay in tune with the Spirit, and doing my best to prioritize my time so that I'm working on the things that are the most important, then that amount of time, Jesus Christ is going to be able to do amazing things. I have a big event that I'm planning for my stake right now. A, a stake is a group of words all put together. Um, let's, for the sake of discussion, I'm planning it for my community, and it's a huge Christmas event. And as usual, I am feeling depleted of time and people and help. But you know what? I have faith and confidence because I've seen it before that Jesus Christ is going to take those limited resources and he is going to magnify them. 
and he is going to make something incredible happen. And none of it is going to be because of any of the work that I do. It's going to be because of the faith in him that I have. There is nothing that can compare to the miracles that our Savior Jesus Christ can work through us when we put our faith in him. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to this week's episode. And thank you so much for tuning in as often as you have, whether it's every single week or a one-off or here and there, or just when you think about it, however, and whenever you are listening to this podcast, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you ever want to find out a little bit more about my podcast, about myself, about upcoming plans, please visit my website, www.thelittlelessonspodcast.com. Huge shout out to one of my besties, Kristen Harmon, for her amazing work on the website. It's fantastic. There's a great archive of all of my episodes, plus be on the lookout for some other fun things coming there. Um, If you are on social media, you can find me on Instagram at The Little Lessons Podcast. Um, While you're there, there's updates about episodes, other fun, uplifting content. Sometimes I get a little goofy and silly because that's who I am and it's great and we have a good time. You can also always feel free to reach out to me to suggest somebody for me to interview or if you yourself would like to come on. I am always excited to talk to literally anyone. Um, You don't have to have a huge, profound, earth-shattering experience because this is the Little Lessons Podcast. Maybe you saw something small that you weren't expecting in a leaf. You saw a leaf and it taught you something incredible. I've had it happen. So let me know, please. You can reach out to me on Instagram. You can also email me, littlelessonspod at gmail.com. And as always, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please leave a rating or review. And with that, I invite you to go out into the world and look for the little lessons that Heavenly Father is sending, especially to you.